you're about to hear you're about to hear something that you never hear. I'm about to compliment John Cena. Yes. Yes, Slam Bros, I'm about to do it. Hey, what's good, folks? It's your boy, the Bowman12L, and of course, you are listening to the 35th, 39th edition of the Slam Bros Show. As always, I'm joined by my main man, Illawasi. Illa, what's good? What's good, Slam Bros family? What's cracking, Bowman, man? You know, I've survived Hurricane Harvey by uh, being stranded in L.A., feeling helpless away from the fam, couldn't do anything to help him out, so that was a biatch, but everything is now safe in the H-Town, but then, you know, you got Irma coming up uh, around Florida way, man. How's things looking out there? Yeah, so um, it's funny because a couple of months ago, I think last year we were talking about how you need a hurricane every now and then just to keep you on your toes, you know, preparation storm. So we got a new one now, and uh, once again, people are bugging. Um, I'm more inward, so I'm not bugging as much, but people is bugging. And storm's not supposed to hit till Sunday, but people are already buying up water, uh, gas. You know, you go to gas stations, there's like lines out into the streets. There's no, no like juice boxes, no canned vegetables. Like people going ham in the stores right now. So, and it's always be safe to be cautious and be prepared for these storms because um, even if your house doesn't get damaged sometimes, you know, power might go out. And then also, because I'm a little more inward, uh, our cities and the public facilities around here are being used for shelters in case anything happens. So, I mean, we'll see. It might not even hit Florida. Like, it might not. But at the end of the day, at least you got those tan, uh, those canned tomatoes and those pineapple slices. Make the best of them. But uh, <laughs> we're all good over here right now. Uh, all right. <laughs> Man, bring out your shovel. Let's dig in the dirt. Alright, yo, so it's been You know, it's been a fairly active Couple of weeks since we last joined you A lot of things been going down Uh, I guess let's just get the biggest news out of the way The homie Ric Flair is not dead yet And he's already selling merchandise Nice Woo! The nature boy one foot in a grave, still slanging them t-shirts and robes. <laughs> so we we still don't know what condition sent Ric Flair to the hospital. A lot of the details are still shaky. Remember, we had reports, unconfirmed reports, denial reports, statements from family members and friends and girlfriends. Really not sure. We just know that you know the Nature Boy was in a hospital. He did have surgery of some type, and that he has a long road of recovery ahead of him we do know though that when he got out of the medically induced coma he was cutting promos on the hospital staff already in the hospital so that was pretty joyful but his first statement back to his fans in the public uh the nature boy is wearing a shirt a new shirt that he's selling on his website i ain't dead yet motherfuckers (laughs) so oh man come on ricky (laughs) <laughs> yeah you know you got you gotta get that merch sales man you know it's too much blonde hair dye that's what's problem that's the problem i mean of course K- they say veins they say kayfabe's dead man but like yo this is this is like ultimate kayfabe right like boom he's he's kicking out rick flair kicked out at the hospital he's on the surgery bed supposed to be in a coma and his body just instinctively <laughs> kicks out on the table <laughs> Oh shit! <laughs> that would actually be pretty awesome if you could like stop death by kicking out. Oh man! Oh shit! Oh man! But but God, my shoulder was off. My shoulder was off the gurney. <laughs> By oh. God, King, he kicked out. There's a heartbeat there. <laughs> 
Jim Ross narrating you on your deathbed. Because <laughs> Jim Ross can make anything sound so much better. Imagine Jim Ross, you know, just at one of your swim meets. <laughs> Imagine Jim Ross when, you, when you're making sweet love to your girl. Jim Ross just makes everything sound better. In fact, Slam Bros, tweet us with your Jim Ross making something better. You know, whatever it is, your, your work day, I mean, you know, dinner with the wifey, just tweet us with that because that's what I want. I want to hear how you think Jim Ross can make everything sound better. Hashtag Jim Ross makes sound better. Um, man, that's going to be a fun one. Let us know. All right. This is... So, about a year ago, my buddies and I, we were just laughing about this possibility. But now, the rumors seem to be coming to fruition that no, no, John wait. Cena Hashtag is... Hashtag JR makes it better. Okay. Go, there <laughs> Hashtag you go. JR makes it better. Um, rumors are saying that John Cena is one of the front runners to play Captain Marvel, a.k.a. Shazam. Um, and the movie adaptation of Shazam. Yeah, that's just terrible. Fuck John Cena. So we know Illa's stance of fuck John Cena. Uh, my thing is, yo, what's up with this Shazam movie, though? It's like the only person they had cast in the film for the longest time was The Rock. And then a couple of weeks ago, they're like, oh, yeah, Black Adam's not even appearing in this first film. Like, what the hell? Are you hustling backwards? Hmm. So, um, Joshua Sace is also the other front runner. It's Joshua Sace and John Cena. So, if it is John Cena, then I guess in Shazam 2, it will be John Cena versus The Rock 3. A dream match of epic proportions that only comes twice in a lifetime. <laughs> Fuck John Cena. I don't want to see his short armed ass as Shazam. No. Get him the fuck out of here. Anyway, man, what else you got to dirt? We'll deal with John Cena later. <laughs> All right. Uh, Kenny Omega has suffered a slight injury and he will be not able to perform at all the New Japan Tates for their upcoming tour. Um, uh, apparently it's a slight meniscus injury, so he'll be out for a couple of weeks, but he'll still be in the Kobe show, Kobe Japan. Um, so Kenny is on the sidelines. Kenny, as you know, is arguably one of the greatest professional wrestlers currently wrestling right now. Um, like his trilogy of matches with Okada, uh, this year have just been balls to the wall crazy and then everything he does is just hilarious um outside of that and just just like brilliant and like he just shows up in the community too especially like video games community he's always at like showing up fighting game tournaments he was at the uh pax rumble this past weekend via video message he sent our yo he sent our homie shout out to the homie mega ran right he recruited mega ran to play wrestling games in his steed at the PAX Rumble, where uh, Mega Ran was cheated out of winning the PAX Rumble. So the, the homies was robbed. That's all I'm saying. Um, but uh, yeah, so Kenny Omega, he's uh, he's out. Be out. Hello, man, we got to get you watching some New Japan Wrestling, man. You're missing all the good stuff. Yeah, I might check it, you know. I mean, you're missing all the good. You're going you're gonna, to you're gonna watch it and be like, man, I could have been watching this instead. <laughs> yeah. Oh, okay. You know, I could have been watching this instead because it's like all, all that fuckboy shit that you know the WWE does. It just doesn't happen in New Japan. It it really is about like the wrestling. So the story comes from the matches, not like, oh man, Vince McMahon is dead, but he's not really dead, and Hornswoggle is his son, but not really his son. We had no plan for this. We had no plan for this. So, yeah. <laughs> All right. What else we got? 
It's time for our favorite television program here at the Slam Bros. Oh, no. Our longest-running episodic Telemundo. What did this dude do now? How does he manage to do something every week? Our boy stays big. Last adventure is pay Alberto Albertron. He is so, so amigos. Alright, so last time, our hero, Alberto El Patron, he got his title stripped from him. But that hasn't stopped him from keeping his head held high to the sky and doing some community service efforts. So as we discussed, you know, there's a hurricane uh, in Texas. Alberto and Paige are currently residing in Texas. So they were helping out the community and they were uh, renting out hotel rooms for you know displaced families uh during hurricane harvey so i mean they were doing a little bit of public service you know um luckily alberto did not invite anyone down to his restaurant uh no hands were thrown no one was stabbed um no police reports were filed just some good old good samaritan work by alberto and page Ella, what do you make of this latest development? I make of it like he should have got rid of that chick a long time ago. And he needs to stop fucking around. I mean, Alberto El Patron, the title-having, non-title-having, title-returning, retired, not retired, associated with this. not asso- Come on, man. Like It's just too much drama in this dude's life. And I don't know if he feeds off of it or on it or what his deal is. But him and the ghost two walks... I mean, you know, they they run out of lives. You know what I mean? They gonna they gonna stumble into the wrong shit, and that's gonna be a wrap for them. How many Pac Man quarters do they have left? Um, he might not be. I don't even know what his employment status is. Remember, he was working for that maybe not really wrestling company, and that suspended him and then took the title from him. Well, that maybe not real wrestling company, maybe not real anymore, or in the verge of dying a slow death once again. As uh, some of the rumors like a week ago said that he was that they were planning to reincorporate him into storylines come November and that he was going to be feuding with Jeff Jared, a man who allegedly owns wrestling promotions. But Allegedly. big turn of events. Yesterday, Jeff Jared was indefinitely suspended from his maybe possible job, which is weird because he was running the damn company. So now he's been suspended. No one really knows why he's suspended indefinitely. They're saying he's taking a leave of absence for personal reasons. I should say, I should clarify. It's not a suspension. It was announced via the internet that JJ was taking a leave of absence for personal reasons. But it seems that no one told Jeff Jared that. Don't you just hate when that happens? <laughs> So this company is apparently hemorrhaging money. Uh, The people that own it want to try and figure out what's going on. And apparently Jeff Jarrett still owns the name of his company that merged with the other company. So it's a mess like it always is. How is this a real company? How is this a real company? How are they paying people? How do they have TV deals? Allegedly. The world may never know. Maybe Alberto knew and that's why he got out of there or... Well, he didn't really get out of there. He put himself in a situation that caused him to get suspended. That was his own fault. But I'm proud to say he didn't have the foresight to do that. Mm. Nah, not at all. No. Mm-mm. He was just on some fuckboy shit. Okay. Let's get to Raw. Raw, um, I missed, I don't know, 80% of it. Then that means you missed absolutely nothing. Hold on, hold on, though. There was Big Show Braun Strowman 3, The Hossening. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Trust me, you missed nothing. <laughs> Yo, come on. I saw, I at least saw the main event. 
Uh, Big Show, Braun Strowman 3. Uh, the Hossening. Where, yo, come on. Big Show off the top rope with an elbow. Yeah, that was that was great. All right, you weren't expecting. Also, why did Big Show shave? No idea. Because <laughs> seeing his, his, his face again, it was like... <laughs> <laughs> like what was he? Do? It was it was it was it was jarring Yo, it to was. say the least. <laughs> I'm like I big like, show. I don't even know you fuck? like that, but your homies messed up. They said, "Yeah, yeah, we're just gonna put a beard on you." Like, nah, show, stop, show. Just leave the show. Yeah. Like, oh, uh. they, they should like got some Crayola crayon or whatever <laughs> Donald Trump uses for his hair. You know, it just something, man. He needed it on his face. It, 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 like Big Show just does not need to have a yo, he does not need to have a baby ass face. Yo, <laughs> I was like, this is a big baby on a seven foot body, man. It's freaking me out. Um, but yeah, no, they had another dope match. They reinforced the ring. Uh, I I always love every time WWE's like, yo, we're reinforcing the ring, and I'm like, wait, so y'all don't enforce the ring to begin with in the first place? Like, how is that not like, um. A workplace, uh, a HIPAA, vi- not a HIPAA, a OSHA violation, you know? That they're half-passing the ring safety to begin with. Um, didn't matter, though, because Braun Strowman still put Big Show through the cage uh, wall at the end of the match. He slammed him through it, so. Um, so the Big Show can be out for a couple months and have his damn hip surgery. Yeah, I mean, but if he does have the hip surgery... Because Big Show said he was retiring this year, so he was. Have we possibly seen Big Show's last match? Uh, I mean, we saw Big Show's last match probably months ago. He's been sleepwalking through the rest of this shit. All right, I mean, so he to got walk stuck out every into, week. We can't blame Big Show because he got stuck with Enzo Amore, which no, I'm saying that's that's my whole point though. He just walked out every week and would get served by Big Cass. He wasn't like doing anything. Like his last match was that dope one with Braun Strowman. And then after that, you know, he's been collecting them checks. I ain't mad at Big Show, but that's all he's been doing. So he's had his he's had his last match. All right. Um, oh, you know, I did see. Yeah, I, I did see the Jeff Hardy Miz match, which was a a, a good match, good wrestling match. Um, I'm so amazed how old Jeff Hardy is, and he's just like taking these bumps. Like, man, like you just definitely tumbled on the floor there, Jeff. Like spinning. Yo, Jeff. Jeff has always been a badass and sick with it. And he and Miz work real good together. They had a great, you know, athletic match, a clash of styles. Because Miz has more of that grounded style than Jeff does the high-flying stunts. And they work real well. They told a confident story. So it was a great match for what it was. Right. So that was that was dope. The ladies in the Raw's women division, they had a match. They had the whole, will they, will they not be able to collab? With Alexa Bliss teaming with Sasha Banks, you know what? Yo, I'm gonna call go her ahead, Sasha ahead, Broke. She ain't banking no <laughs> wins. <laughs> no, actually, she's Sasha Banks because she's been banking them L's. <laughs> she got a stockpile full of. She's sitting on L's. She can go diving L's like Uncle Scrooge McDuck. That's what Sasha Banks can do. Mm. And you can quote me on that, internets. Sasha Banks swimming in L's. I I, like, I don't know if they just don't like her or what the plan is. Like she wins the belt and then a week later she loses the belt. Like so, and that was a that was a storyline thing that Alyssa uh, Alexa, excuse me, brought up. She's like, "Yo, you're like a paper champion. Like you can't defend the title. Like you catch people slipping, but when it comes to man up, like you can't put it. You know." And yo, Alexa said that. Yeah. I missed that line. Oh, that's a heater like, right there. She totally, she's like, yo, like, yeah, you might be able to win, but defending is a completely different story. And that's what happened. Alexa <laughs> hit her with the DDT, knocked her out, and got her belt back. Uh, yeah. so, so when you do things like that though. and then have like Sasha trying to pop off to like Alexa in the back, you're like, all right, Sasha knows she can beat. Alexa, but at the same time, Alexa knows she can beat her too. So her threats are coming a little bit, you know, like thin, you know? Like, yeah, she can win, but, you know, she's a solid solid team that makes it far into the playoffs, but they can't just, you know, consistently get it, you know? Like, they'll get game one. They'll get game three because 
Oh uh, no, they'll get game yeah. four because they got to. But your your, your analogy your analogy is off the rails. It's okay. It's okay. Anyway, that match between uh Alexa, Sasha, Naya, and was that Emma? Emma yeah, Emma. Yeah, that was dope, man. I mean, the women's divisions have been holding it down on um, both brands, really. They've been really solid, solid work by the uh, women that are in there now. Bailey's out of the picture, so we don't have to, you know, hear her being booed out of the arena. Yo, where is is she injured, or is she just? Are they just trying to reap? I don't even know. I don't care. <sighs> Hashtag not my Bailey. Um, yeah, but I don't know why they decided to change Emma's music. It's not the, the evil Emma music was dope. People could dance to it. Um, this music, I don't know. I don't, like all who's I apparently C, uh, CFO is not doing a lot of this new entrance music because they went on Twitter and like yo we didn't do this because <laughs> apparently their name was starting to get dragged and so they are now like not a CFO production. Well, after the the mess that was Big Cass's theme music, big all right, yeah. let's look at it. Big Cass, Jason Jordan, Baron Corbin's new theme, Emma's new theme. Like, well, the, and these are all not CFO joints, right? Like, yo, these are bad, yo. Yeah, as terrible as Roman Reigns on a mic. Uh, you're about to hear. You're about to hear something that you never hear. I'm about to compliment John Cena. Yes, yes, Slam Bros. I'm about to do. It. <laughs> Because his bitch ass has been going in on Roman Reigns. In on Roman Reigns. I mean, it is a wonder to behold. But it's like, this: the John Cena I want to see is real life asshole John Cena. I don't want to see superhero John Cena. Like, uh, and him and Roman Reigns, that's the, uh, the TV show dickhead, you know, asshole till his girlfriend John Cena that I want to see. Because he is lacing Roman Reigns with these truth bombs. And I mean, he murked it when he said that if you were doing your job, I wouldn't be here. Mm-hmm. <laughs> ah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that was awesome. But it's like, that's the that's the meta commentary of WWE. How they can diss their own decisions. You know, it's like they're the ones who pushed Roman into this position and they're the ones who made him into this weak ass competitor that the fans hate. And it's given John Cena fodder to then use against him. So, I mean, it's a, you know, and then Roman is, is right with the little stuff he's saying. But when John was just insulting his intelligence and telling him, like, just just don't do it. <laughs> don't even try to come because Roman is not quick on his feet. He doesn't have the witty banner. He just can't. He can't do it. All right. Last week, last week when he, um they he did tag have in the rock, he just need to tag in the rock. Just rock, please. Just just tag in right quick. Yo, Handle but this. like John Cena did go at Rock too. Like he did, he did tear. Like if when when John Cena is being his uh, his perfect asshole form, um, like the man can spit. He's gonna he's gonna he's gonna snap at you. But, like, last week was kind of like, it's like all Roman had was, like, well, you're a bitch. <laughs> like, you're going to need more than that, man. John Cena just said you're bad at your job, you know. Um, but, like, yeah, so uh, John Cena opened the Raw um, facing fake Kurt Angle, Jason Jordan. Uh, he won the match, and then Roman Reigns came up, and they, they said some words about their match at No Mercy. Um Old folk hero, Heath Slater. And I can confirm, Heath Slater still has kids. Uh, <laughs> and his partner, Rhino, were defeated by uh, Sheamus and Cesaro. Apparently, uh, that happened. We talked about um, talked about that Intercontinental match. All right, there's a train wreck that happened. What the hell is Enzo Amore, Enzo, Enzo Amore doing in the cruiserweight division? Who the fuck knows, man? I mean, WWE just wants to can his ass, but they don't have the balls to do it because he sells merch and he's popular. Um, I mean, you know, they're letting all these stories out about how he has heat behind the scenes, and it only gets out because WWE is trying to let that out, and they want that message spread out. 
that Enzo has heat. And I don't know if they're doing this, I mean, to help, you know, endear him to the fans or preparing him for, we'd like to thank him. Wish him uh, all future, future endeavors. endeavors. Yeah, I mean, so I don't know which way this is going to go with Enzo. Uh, when he came out with, um, uh, what's, a, what's a little, I wanted to call him Sun Tzu almost. Uh, when he came but, out uh, with uh, Cedric and Grand Met- uh, Metro League, and I was like, man. Like, Grand, Grand Metro, League Metro League was the second runner-up in the Cruiserweight Classic last year. Alexander, uh, Cedric Alexander, was cheered on into getting a job in one of the most emotional losses we've seen in the last you know year and now they're teaming up with enzo who's like oh you got to cheat the win like everything that the cruiserweight classic represented that got people excited for this like enzo is the opposite of that and now the cruiserweights have been restricted to multi-man tag matches on raw with nothing no distinguishable personalities characteristics or anything for the audience to get in we're throwing enzo in there because we think Enzo's going to get people excited and so now it's enzo going to be facing neville for the cruiserweight championship at no mercy and i'm like these fools would because hashtag wwe logic put the belt on enzo and i'm thinking let's think of all the people that neville has gone through he's gone through tozawa he's gone through austin aries he's gone through um, what's the British guy? Whatever the British guy was, gentleman, gentleman Jack. Yeah, gentleman Jack, and he's gone through T.J. Perkins, the original, the cruiserweight champ. Oh, and and Rich Swan. and Rich Swan. He's gone through all these people, and he's made them look. Uh, you know, he's been this conquering, like pretty much like the Brock Lesnar of the cruiserweight division. And now there's a high possibility. We're gonna put the belt on Enzo Amore, who gets knocked out bouncing off the ropes, man. But that's the thing, like Enzo is well known to not be a good worker, but also, I mean, he does get the crowd excited. Right when that theme music hits, you're excited, and then he comes out and starts talking, and then your excitement kind of wanes depending on how long he starts yapping. Because I love, I love the theme music. I love when that, you know, when it comes in, I'm, I'm amped up. You know, and you like, all right, cool. And he comes out and it's like, okay, great. And then he starts speaking. Oh my gosh. And then he continues speaking. And it's like, okay, this motherfucker's still speaking. Cause it's like Enzo is not that funny. He's funny in bits, in pieces, in moments. But he's like, he's like that cat who thinks he's way cooler than and hipper than what he is. And he's really not, you know, so that's the thing that gets him. But people like, you know, like, oh, yeah, you know, that, that's Enzo. That's, that's Enzo. We laugh at him. It's like, but they're not laughing with you all the time, Enzo. <laughs> they're not laughing with you. So I don't know what they're, they're thinking with this whole cruiserweight thing. Um, I could really see Neville actually crushing Enzo, like them building Enzo up. Like, oh, yeah, Enzo, you're going to do whatever, whatever, whatever. And then they put him in a ring with Neville. Neville just destroys him. Um, because WWE logic and WWE is petty. So, I mean, well, and that would actually be hilarious to me. I don't, even, I don't even think, uh, Neville destroying Enzo would be a WWE logic situation. I think that would just be a more logical situation. Like the better wrestler completely destroys the guy that has to cheat the win. Oh, I mean, but he doesn't even do it. Like, Eddie Guerrero was lie, you know, lie, cheat, yeah, still. Even... But Eddie had charisma. And Eddie, you know, you wanted to see Eddie win. You wanted to see Eddie come up. Like, Enzo was just, you know, used to, I used to c- cut for him, but he's such a whole nigga. <laughs> so it's like, you know what I'm saying? So he just he's just yapping too much. And that's what, it's just getting on my fucking nerves. Like, you, you, you about to be the cruiserweight John Cena, Enzo. If you actually catch some wins in your life. But, uh, man, I'm just, I'm about to hide this motherfucker. Like, let me hear his theme music. Somebody needs to say, cut his mic off. And then go from there. Uh, I think we caught, we covered most of Raw. Seth Rollins and Dean Ambrose defeated the club. Because, of course, the club's going to lose. Um, Shane, uh, Cesaro, and Shane was trying to interfere. I don't know, some nonsense is going on there. And then also, for the love of God, Finn Balor is still facing Bray Wyatt. They're still feuding. 
And let's see, I watched Raw on DVR, and so I was glad for that because I hit the mighty fast forward mm-hmm. button. Because I've yet to ever hear Finn Balor say anything worth listening to. And then uh, Bray Wyatt is cool, but like, I, I ain't need, you know, lately he hasn't said shit worth hearing in like at least two years. Follow the buzzards, blah, 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 eater of worlds. I mean, we know he's the eater of cheeseburgers, you know, as his rotund gullet is uh, revealing. So other than that, get to the match, get this shit over with. Uh, I don't even, I, I don't even know. Um, apparently, if you watch Raw on Hulu, they have like the short 90 minute version of Raw. I, would, I I gotta check out one of those ninety minute episodes of Raw real quick because apparently it's a really magical experience. <laughs> you better get that DVR on your life, son. Man, <laughs> that fast forward button is a truth. I'm not gonna lie, like I miss most Raw because I'm I'm teaching swim lessons and I'm I try and avoid Raw as much as possible. I'm not lying. Like when people are like, you hey, look- can you give me some pointers? I'm like, ah, technically I gotta do stuff, but all right, I'm gonna pay for this. Okay. Um, so you have to swim and teaching that swim lessons, huh, Blackfish? Yes, Black Aquaman on deck. All right, what about SmackDown? What was cracking on the B Show, the Blue Brand? Um, well, we're finally moving on with this Shane McMahon, Kevin Owens situation. It it opened up with like Kevin Owens trying to insert himself into a match as once again trying to be a referee. Last week. Kevin Owens has had some gold lines with this whole scenario, right? So during the SummerSlam match with AJ Styles featuring special guest referee Shane McMahon, um, when Shane got bumped and he got a little dizzy, like Kevin Owens had that line, you fall off of buildings, how are you not okay? (laughs) 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 Right? And then... Kevin always drops gold. Right? And then last week when he stole the referee's shirt to interview in Sami Zayn's match, he stole the referee's shirt. He's like, it's okay. I know how to ref now. And then he immediately hits Sami Zayn with a pop-up powerbomb. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So this week, he tried to, you know, steal another referee shirt and um, didn't happen, which got him into conf- uh, conflict with Shane McMahon. Shane McMahon's like, yo, man, you can't be doing this nonsense. Like, we got to shun the road and... Kevin Owens was like, look, man, you've been screwing me over. Like, you keep getting in my business. You know, they both have legitimate complaints, but Kevin Owens, I think, is more legitimate. He's like, yo, you, you McMahons aren't trustworthy. Um, like, you keep getting my business. To be honest with you, like, your family would be better off if you had died in that helicopter crash from a couple of months ago. And he was like, ooh. And Shane's like, yo, don't talk about my family again. And he's like, uh, your kids are garbage. And so then Shane McMahon jumps Kevin Owens with his terrible punches. Man, Shane's been back for like a year now, going on two years now. How has he still not learned to punch, man? Terrible punches. Like, slow. if he slowed it down, all right? Because that's the thing. Like, if he slowed it down, less is more in this case. Like, get the stomps in like Stone Cold. I mean, the pumps would actually look some. Or like, look at Samoa Joe. Like, you want to look like what a punch looks like? Let's watch Joe. You know, but like his little baby punches don't look like you're hurting anyone. And he went for his tackle. And then, and then Kevin Owens, like, I'm going to sue everyone in the WWE. And so Shane McMahon got suspended. Now, WWE logic, how in the hell are you going to sue anyone for doing anything in a wrestling promotion? Let's, let's be honest. All right. You got referees knocking people out. You got other people knocking people out. You got people going through Spanish announce tables. You got people falling off of hell in the cells. You know, you got people backing up beer trucks into the arenas and whatnot, and not no one sued anybody yet. So, you, your boss throws some punches with you in a fighting corrupt organization. What the hell are you going to sue for? Really? So, but I guess WWE logic, you know. All the times Kevin Owens has put hands on people he shouldn't have put hands on, you know. All the times he stole cell phones from people who work backstage. You know, stole pocket money from Chris Jericho. Uh, Jericho never tried anything. But all right, so storylines, Shane's out. Vince, and, and the story is Vince is coming to SmackDown Live next week. Ella, what do you think? I mean, Kevin Owens is gold. He is a great villain. So it's going to be magic to see him insulting Mr. McMahon. 
just going at him the way he's gone at Shane O'Mac. Um, the Shane O'Mac stuff has been kind of tepid, but you know, Kevin Owens just he's he's managed to just ring gold out of everything he does. And so that elevates even this little C level bullshit that he gets, you know, locked into because they're trying to keep him out of the title picture for the time being. So I'm curious to see what kind of shenanigans they're going to pull when McMahon comes next week and just see how Kevin Owens responds to it. It should be awesome. All right, yeah, we'll see. I mean, I I think this is the first time McMahon's going to be on SmackDown Live. If, if, I, if someone's going to correct me, correct me if Vince has been on the show before, but like, I don't know, like the Vince Pop. I mean, he's out there. He struts out. It's cool seeing a 70-year-old man who's on steroids. It's, you know, it's what it's, it is what it is. But um, I feel like this, we've gone such a long way in the beginning of this whole, like, who screwed Kevin Owens out storyline. It just hasn't been, like, what it is. Just throw him in a match. I think it could have been better. All right, speaking of crazy matches that don't make any sense, the Usos, I should say the Trap House Usos, decided their stipulation for their rematch against the New Day in Vegas next week. And this is hashtag WWE logic, if I ever heard one. Um, the Usos chose a street fight, a no-DQ match. They chose a no-DQ match against a team that's known for cheating and doing the numbers game. Why? Because the Usos have a secret new member that's going to come out and help them. Because that's what always happens when tag teams do the damn street fight. Mm. Who might be the new member? I have no fucking idea. But that's how it always works. Yeah, let's have the no DQ street fight. And then all of a sudden, Braun Strowman appears. You know what I'm saying? Like, that's how it happened for the Wyatt family. That's how it goes down. It's tried and true classic material. Mm, interesting twist. Never even considered that. Um, hey, I'm here all week. <laughs> I don't know if it's going to be a new member. I think Xavier has a slight injury, so I don't know how much he can do in the match. He, he does have a slight injury, so it might be that. Um, but the match that nobody watched at SummerSlam, their match for the, that where the Usos won the belts off a of New Day again, was apparently a really dope match, and people are saying that's the second best match of the night. Um, oh, of course, the Usos New Day match was 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 good stuff, but nobody watched it. So maybe next week we'll have another variation of that um, match on SmackDown, and people can watch and see how dope they were. Um, some nonsense happened with Carmella and Ellsworth. Uh, Natty and Carmella were having a match. Um, Carmella tried to cash in in the middle of the match, but then Ellsworth lost a briefcase, which caused Natty to... No, no, no. Ellsworth tried to... Um, it looked like he was about to cash in on Carmella's behalf, and Carmella was like, no, don't do it. And that's what led to Natalia getting away. With the strongest move ever in professional wrestling, the roll-up. Of course. This is... When you schoolgirl somebody, a schoolboy somebody, I mean, it's, it's powerful. It's powerful. If it's, it's like it's like if it's off a distract, a schoolboy in a regular match won't work, but off a distraction, it's like a multiplier is applied. Multiplier applies <laughs> like you know, like your body just doesn't have time to adjust to the rapid change of the direction, so you get all dizzy and discombobulated because the fluids in your ears are still spinning off of the roll up, right? So you don't even know you're down by the time your body adjusts to your new orientation. Refs already hit the three count. Yo, yo, the fact that you just tried to apply some real world science to that <laughs> shit. <laughs> Come on, man. <laughs> your your geek levels know no bounds. Alright. Yo, so uh but that that ladies and gentlemen is why he's the fanatic <laughs> and Illawasi the champ is the skeptic. <laughs> Hey man, you yo, you sent me the video of the science on the Stone Cold Stunner. <laughs> but that was dope. That was some cool shit. I'm a, I'm a cool cat. I do cool shit. Yo, but let's talk about what's not cool. JBL is off doing his charity shit, and then they replace him with this fucking walking vanilla tampon. No, Tom Phillips. No, what is this dude's no. name? No, Todd Phillips. No, 
Tom Phillips nah. has been dope. He's been there. Nah. He's been replaced nah. with Corey nah. Graves. He's like a cup of yogurt. Just Yo, yes. Like, while he on, may sir. be vanilla white, he is a good announcer. I mean, Corey Graves is replacing JBL, but I was like, this dude here, man. Anyway, I digress. Let's get back to it. Um, Dolph Ziggler is doing something. He's trying the most, man. He's trying the most. He came out there. He was supposed to re-debut. I think this whole storyline is based off of rumors because there are rumors that they're keeping Dolph off screen because they're going to repackage him. They're trying to do something. And so now his repackage is a story about him being repackaged and no one appreciating what he's doing. So he's not repackaged. He's still out there yeah, I mean, we, wearing the American pants. We've heard the same story from Ziggler. Like, he's always the underdog. You don't appreciate me. Blah, blah, blah. Bitching and moaning about some shit. I mean, it's all true, but it's like WWE just doesn't know what to do with him. Like, they don't progress know? the story. And they don't make any changes. That's the like. It's not even that. They just don't appreciate. If you don't have the size to really, you know, if you're on the heavyweight, if you're a mid-carder, and that's where he's, it's like one thing to be in, in heavyweight hell, but he's in mid-card hell. And he's a great athlete, but he's just not utilized in a good way. And he doesn't have, he, he takes L's. So it's like, you know, he just doesn't have a boss to request his release because where else is he going to get them WWE paychecks from? He's got a stand-up routine, apparently. Nah, son. Nah. Yeah, so, I mean, he did it. He imitated John Cena's entrance. He did Macho Man's entrance. And then he did uh, Naomi's entrance. Um, Two things I was thinking is, like, one, during each uh, new entrance, he kept throwing the mic off to, like, one of the maintenance guys when the techs. And I was like, yo, damn, how many mics do they got out there? Because each entrance, he keeps throwing his mic away. And he comes back with a new mic. I'm like, what the hell is doing this? And then also, like, I think uh, Naomi said something on Twitter. She didn't really appreciate him, like, you know, I guess taking shots at her entrance. So, also, Dolph's got to be careful, right? Does he not realize that the Usos, oh, that's that's her fam? And the boys from the trap right now? They might find him in the parking lot. I'm just saying, Dolph, you know the Usos got goons. We've seen the goons. So, um, apparently Sami Zayn stays losing. Uh, Sami lost a lot of, uh, another match to Aiden English. Very quick match. It's like under a minute or something like that. Um, uh, which was crazy. We talked about Shane McMahon getting suspended and then McMahon showing up. Baron Corbin defeated Ty Dillinger. Um, Corbin is apparently another one of these characters in the doghouse. Like, apparently... Management was high on him, but now management's not high on him anymore. Apparently, something he did. Um, Yo, I, when your match, the Baron Corbin Ty Dillinger match, shrinks down and it's just in the top left corner, <laughs> and half of the screen is a some kind of intestine, investor, some kind of like, pre, you know, some some kind of dick pill. <laughs> that's what's playing, and that's the audio going on your match. <laughs> You have fallen down a totem pole. Yeah, they've been doing the the picture in picture. I mean, that match and that time slot normally always gets a picture in picture. I'm surprised that the main event never gets the picture in picture. I'm like, if you're gonna do picture in picture, shouldn't it be you for don't, the main event? You don't you don't picture in picture a main event. You don't want to miss anything. You don't you you barely cut the commercial. But Baron Corbin was just like it's just sitting up there in silence. <laughs> and here's the intestine. Try it. <laughs> that was classic. I was like, man, this dude can't catch a break. All right. And then, you know, him and uh, the perfect, what is it, perfect, perfect 10, 10. Ty Dillinger? Yeah. yeah. Like a, a glorified jobber. But at least it, the storyline being backstage that AJ Styles approached him about having a match and giving him a shot, you know, at the title. So good for Ty Dillinger. So he can go lose to AJ next week. He's going to lose, but I think they'll have a dope match because... Uh, it's one, it's AJ Styles, and two, uh, he can kind of, I think a loss to AJ will kind of endear Ty back to the people. Because when he first got there, everyone was doing 10, 10, 10, but because he hasn't really done anything, you know, a lot of people have kind of just been, been going a little. Of course, that's what, but that's what WWE does. They brought him up 
at um, Royal Rumble, and then they done nothing with him because he's a small man and he's not, you know, carrying Triple H's jockstrap. So, you know, big Vince McMahon has man crushes on huge bodybuilder dudes, and he's not that. And then Triple H likes people who carry his jockstrap or his his uh, bowling bag with his nose in it. So, <laughs> so that's just what it is. So you know, Ty Dillinger is gonna be if if they something doesn't happen soon, he's gonna be relegated to mid card hell with chilling with Dolph Ziggler. You know, in a couple months, wondering where it all went wrong. Okay, I mean that's just how it goes. <laughs> And then the main event was the King of Sleep Style versus the King of Strong Style. And this was a pretty decent yeah, match. This was, yeah, this was, this was a good match. I've got to say, though, what's dope to me is that in a short time span, Nakamura has taken out not only Randy Orton, the King of Sleep Style, he's taken out fuck John Cena. That's dope. It, like that's something to hang your 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 career on. That's the sign that the company's got your back. And clean you victories too. Two, like yeah, clean victories. And it was a good match. I mean, you know, of course, Randy Orton is also the the uh, the king of the chin lock and re- other rest holes. But it was a good match, a good solid back and forth. It allowed Shinsuke to get his kicks in and really tenderize Randy Orton. Uh, I like the fact that you know they teased the RKO. Um, you know, of course, the, they've been building up the RKO out, out of nowhere. So you just didn't know if he's going to hit him with that RKO and, you know, go to sleep or what was going <laughs> to happen. So it was a nice, nice little build. I think Nakamura had the counter to the lung blower. Like Randy went for the RKO and he got those knees to the back. So, uh, uh, yep. That was a I fun think he, spot. He, he, he had a dope ass, um, a dope ass, uh, 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 counter. I mean, Shunscape was doing his thing. I, I was, you know, it was dope. So, uh, my only thing is like, all right, I say want Gender to keep his his belt a little bit longer. I mean, he was up in the skybox with that suit. I was like, damn, no, no, who got the Steve Harvey no. suit for Gender? <laughs> <laughs> Gender's time is coming gone, it's, yo. Gender, Gender, it's time for Gender to unass that. Like belt. they got to do something I mean, because they haven't done like the Singh brothers. As much as I enjoy the Singh brothers finding new ways to die. You know, I think that is the actual, the true champions here have been the Singh brothers. All right. Think about it. The highlight of every gender match so far has been those boys damn near dying. <laughs> yep. Taking their L's, you know, they've been getting their asses kicked in the sake of gender doing his cheap finish. So, um, so yeah, I, I think it's time for gender to unass that belt. And then also... It's like his whole xenophobic phase only kind of works. It works a little bit because, well, not a little bit. It still has a lot of pull because it's America, and we are pretty racist and xenophobic over here. But you're facing a Japanese guy, all right? And, like, America's done some fucked up shit to Japanese people, too, all right? So, like, you can't be like, oh, you're, you're, you're not cheering me because... I mean, yeah, it's partly true, but it also sucks when he says that, and you have that smart mark, like, they zoom in at the smart mark who's, like, clapping, like, no, Jinder, I support you, man, you're good, man, you're good, hard body all the way. Like, <laughs> <laughs> I mean, but I, like, I love Jinder's promos, because he's just sitting just talking a ton of shit, and then he's like, now I'm going to speak in my language. <laughs> it's greatness. If only he could wrestle worth a day. Yeah, I know. But he can't. <laughs> he can't. I mean, he's barely surpassing an Enzo Amore match. So, you know, no. It's time for him to unass that belt. But uh, I don't know. It's weird, man, because for Shinsuke to get it, it it's kind of too soon in a sense. But at the same time, um, and it's also not big enough. Like you know, you want it to be like a bigger event where he like a SummerSlam or something where he gets the belt. Nah, but, but I feel also, like he can hold it a little bit longer if he picks it up at the next pay per view. If you think about it, because AJ wanted at no mercy and then held it all the way through, you know, Royal Rumble. So okay, I mean, I, I can see that. I mean, that, that could be viable. Uh, but it's definitely time. Well, but Shinsuke just can't take two L's to fucking um to gender to like, gender yeah. all. 
Like, I mean, that that would just be, you know, that would just be a terrible book. In I mean, game. they gave Randy what three L's to gender, you know? Yeah, but that's after you know a decade plus in the business. You know, a, a L's not doing anything to Randy Orton. He's got his established fans. He's got his backers in the WWE, so it's not a big deal. Whereas a L for Shunsuke could be a potential problem. So he got to win a belt, you know, when he faces him. But it was a dope match. And then the other big thing to come out was no, not Shane O'Mac, uh, being you know basically placed on indefinite suspension, and the announcement of Vince McMahon coming to SmackDown next week. No, it was Natalia versus Naomi, just because I dig Naomi. <laughs> yeah, it's gonna be a dope match. I mean, they had a good match at SummerSlam. Um, for like Naomi, I feel like every week she's just getting better, better at wrestling. You know, the women do their thing, but to have a Natalia versus Naomi match is going to be great because they're both very good at what they do and very skilled. And there's less chances of, you know, botches and more of a chance. They definitely have different styles, so it can make for a good match. I don't think now because uh, I don't know if it's for the title. I think it's the but, rematch. Uh, it's the rematch. Yeah. OK. Yeah, because Naomi's definitely not going to win right now, but that Naomi needs another title run. Um, and I'm glad, like, I think Charlotte hasn't appeared, thankfully, so whatever she's been doing. Oh, she's been with her dad, remember? Oh, yeah, I'm, tr- I apologize, Charlotte. I apologize, because I was about to slander you viciously. So, I'm glad you caught me right in time. <laughs> but yeah, good, uh, good, good luck, good health, uh, nature boy, you know, but, um, Charlotte, stay with your dad for a while longer. And away from the WWE wrestling wing because you annoy me. You annoy me. Alright, so we got a lot to all look right, forward right. to next week. Slam Bros, remember, hit us up with your uh how Jim Ross can make any situation better. Let us know on Twitter on the Slam Cloud how Jim Ross can improve your day, your life. Um anytime. Also, you can find us at Slam Bros Pod. Yes, that's at Slam Bros Pod. Live tweet most events. Trying uh, schedule's been a little funky, uh, but we'll we'll get there. Uh, we're trying to actually plan some events like some community watches. Like, oh, we're gonna watch this match on Saturday or whatnot. Um, maybe we might do that for the May Young Classic. I know that's going down. Uh, maybe we might do that for like the finale. Um, you can find me at Bowman One Two L on Instagram and on Twitter. That's at Bowman One Two L. Illa, where can the folks find you? You can holler at your main man. Holler at me, at IllaYC on the Twitter. So, at YCTheChimp on Instagrammatical. Yo, holler at your peoples, man. Much love to all the slam bros out there. Peace and safety to those about to face Hurricane Irma. It's been a lot of trying times, but just stay up. Uh, you know, Take care of yourself. Evacuate if necessary. If you have friends and family who's been in Houston and who've been affected by Harvey or Irma, definitely know the Slam Bros thoughts and prayers are with you. Much love, good people. We out. Peace.